0: This is the Iowa State Athletics Sidecast. This Sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any Van Wall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors with the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. I'm John Walters. Today's Sidecast is our weekly roundtable discussion with our Cyclone Radio Network crew. We have Eric Heft and Ryan Harklaw to discuss this week's game with Texas. Should be a great one at Mid-American Energy Field at Jack Trice Stadium. We hope you enjoy our roundtable discussion with Ryan Harklaw and Eric Happ. Guys, let's start off by talking a little bit about last week's game with West Virginia and offensively, maybe the catch-22 of having those big plays, which you love, but not really getting into a rhythm in the first half of that football game. And it just feels to me like this team is at its best when they're able to find that offensive rhythm and then The defense gets a little rest and the whole team kind of gets in a rhythm. And I never felt like that happened on Saturday. Certainly not early. You know, Ryan and I were talking, you know, on the way back to the airport
1: after the game you know I kind of had the sense that sometimes you have that big play early it's kind of like fool's gold like in basketball a guy makes a bunch of threes early and you think okay we got this under control but the psychology of it is you know what works best for Iowa State is the consistent drives not that you don't want the big plays occasionally but the fact that there were two of those big plays kept the defense out on the field a lot longer and the offense didn't really have that as you mentioned rhythm it turned out to be somewhat detrimental but at the same same time we couldn't get West Virginia's offense out of their rhythm and that was that was probably the biggest telling thing of the game. We talk about sustaining drives and a lot of it
2: is just because not just for the points but it's the rhythm of the game like who is in control momentum who is in control psychologically you know we only had had like seven plays in that first quarter I believe I don't remember the exact number it wasn't a lot of plays but we weren't in the flow of the game now you'll take easy points anytime someone's willing to give them to you like that but like you said Eric it is fool's gold a little bit because your team's never in its rhythm of playing in the game. And that's why we've talked so much early in the season and where we played our best football is not necessarily scored quick. It's when we sustain drives long-term and get in the flow of what we are as a, as a, as a team, we really are a ball control team. It doesn't mean we run off tackle all three plays or all three downs, but we do sustain drives by making nice, easy passes. You go for the next first down, you get anywhere for a 10 to 15 play drive in and, that's what's our strength. That's when we're at our best is when we're able to control the ball and control the game. And, again, like I said, you don't ever want to turn back three points, but we sure didn't fluster West Virginia, you know, offensively, because we never had the ball hardly at all that first quarter. So it just never got into the flow of the game last week, offensively or defensively.
1: This was a monster game for West Virginia. I don't know that we actually matched what they brought to the game. I mean, you have to give them a ton of credit for the way each time Iowa State would score – man they came back with a long drive you know and they were so dialed in and we just could not seem to get them out of their rhythm offensively and give diggy credit by far the best i've ever seen him look consistently receivers were were better than they'd been it was a huge game for them and and they delivered the knockout blows
2: brent blue and i talked about it in the pregame show what scared me the most about walking into that game or what i thought was going to be (laughs) our biggest challenge is stepping up to a team that had their backs against the wall that team had to win the game it wasn't Oh, you know, if then if they don't win that game, they're not going to get double eligibility. And, they, you know, they talked about it. The other thing you got to think of in their offseason, they held up 42 to 6 all over their facility talking about last year's loss to Iowa State. So that game had been circling on their calendar for 12 months. You knew you're going to get their best. You knew that they were going to come out and swing and nothing was going to knock them down. Even if we would went up by 14, it wouldn't have mattered. They, When you stare at a score, you're motivated by a team or, or standing up to a team. For an entire year in your offseason and everything else you've done, you knew you were going to get their best shot. We got their best shot. Without a doubt, that's the best football that they've played all year. And we just couldn't get over the hump. You know, when we go up by seven, that they would match. Like, Eric, you talked about a lot during the game broadcast. I thought you did a great job kind of calling this out. We couldn't make that stop to get ahead. You know, up by seven, and then they'd answer. And then we'd go up by seven, and we'd and, and they would answer. Unfortunately, when they took the seven-point lead, we couldn't answer. And Wait, wait a minute. We kind of
1: did. <laughs> yeah, we, we kind well, of answered. <laughs> you're
2: right. We kind of did. I, I will tell you, in my humble opinion, I was standing on that goal line where there wasn't a camera, and I watched Brees hit the ground and fall in the end zone. That was a that was a touchdown, and the and the line judge on that line raised his hands like it was a touchdown, and I was looking right over his shoulder. I don't know why he didn't take control of that call right there because. Without a doubt, that was a
0: touchdown. Well, guys, you hope not to be in that position, and Eric mentioned it earlier, the inability to get off the field on third downs. The broken tackles were a problem, and and West Virginia forced a lot of missed tackles by Iowa State. Obviously, you didn't have your best tackler out there, and Mike Rose, who's the Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year, Kamani King's playing in a cast, some other guys are definitely playing hurt, but we are so spoiled by the tackling we've seen from this Iowa State team, and they're dependent on being able to make tackles and gang tackle and open field tackle and they do those things so well and took a step back in that in that area on Saturday. And that's something that I that I hope to see Iowa State get shored up this week because Texas has a lot of guys that can break tackles too.
1: They do. I mean, they've got they got a stable of running back, not just B. John Robinson, who's terrific for sure. Rashawn John Johnson, they've got guys that are that are really good. They got wide receivers who, who have, have really good skills. While it wasn't a real physical week of practice, I'm sure. That was talked about quite a bit and hopefully hopefully successfully addressed because it's not Iowa State football. You talk about winning in the margins, little things like that. And you gotta give, you know, Letty Brown and and West Virginia credit too. Sometimes is it poor tackling or is it just determined great running, you know, I'm sure a little bit of both, but Iowa State has to be better tackling this week. And I'm fairly confident that they will, simply because they have been so good at it. Part of what's made this football team and this defense one of the best in the country.
2: I agree, and and, and when you look at what's coming this week, this Texas team is loaded. I, what I don't understand is how they're they've lost four football games. You know, you look at them on film, and they've got everything you need. You got a running back that's averaging nearly six yards a carry. They got an offensive line, and in my opinion, is maybe the best offensive line we've seen all year. I don't if I'm Texas, I probably run it 60 to 65 to 70 percent of the plays if if I'm Texas because they're so stout up front. So they don't really do that. They still want to sling it around and pass it and do the Texas things that they do. But I think that's what's got them in trouble is I don't know if they really realize what their strength is. It's their offensive line with a great set of running backs behind them. But Robinson is special. You know, some of the cuts I've seen him make on film are just ridiculous. And as a tackler, Eric, when we look at the film where we may have missed some tackles. It wasn't necessarily the point of attack when we got to the tackle that was the problem. It was the angles we were taking to the point of attack that I thought was the problem more than anything else. And what I mean, when you're approaching a ball carrier and you're going inside out, if you over-pursue and you get yourself in a bad angle to make a tackle, it gives the advantage to the offense. And a lot of the times I just thought we took bad angles to the ball once you get to there to make the tackle – we were not in the right position to approach the tackle, if that makes sense. It wasn't necessarily the point of attack and then they, they roll out of your arms. Well, they were rolling out of our arms, but it wasn't because of our ability to tackle. It was the way we were approaching the ball carrier uh, from what I was seeing on film. So we have to be better about that this week because Robinson will make one cut and go. Uh, he's big, fast, and strong, and you're going to have to gang tackle him because he's going to be a good running back.
0: Today's Sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to support Iowa's farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. Yeah, it'll be fun to watch Robinson and Brees Hall on the same field. I think two of the best, probably four or five running backs in all of college football on the same field Saturday night. And they do things a little bit differently, but they also have a lot of the same strengths as well. And it's going to be really fun to watch these two guys it's a big part of the entertainment value of this football game. Absolutely, yeah, you know. I'm looking
1: forward. You know, you look what Baylor was able to do last week and slowing Bijan down. You know, can Iowa State do those same kind of things? Great D line play to start, and then great fits by the rest of that the back end of that defense. So Iowa State's got to find a way to slow him down. I mean, Casey Thompson is a good quarterback, and they've got weapons at wide receiver, but. When they've had to make plays late in games, they haven't. You know, if you go from the midpoint of their last two games, midpoint of the third quarter, they've been outscored 40 to three. You know, so there's something amiss there in either chemistry or play calling, execution. But I think as much as anything, it's got to be a mental thing. That sends a big signal to me that, man, just hang in there. Just hang in there in this game. Even if you fall behind early. Uh, I think every team should have that feeling. We can come back. We can control that offense later in the game, and their defense hasn't been able to hold up at the end. They abandon the run, is
2: what happens, I think, and late in the games in the second half. I'm trying to find out why what is going on. Early in the game, you look, they're relatively a run heavy team. You get to later in the game, they start slinging around. Now they have two good receivers: number eight Worth and number four uh, Whittington. That they're both really good fast elite athletes on the outside so I understand why you want to do it but I still don't think that's their strength I mean Casey Thompson's good he can run when he when he has an opportunity he can throw it okay I mean he's good he's not great but at the same time their strength is Dijon Robinson and that offensive line if they stuck to that the entire game I think that they probably win two or three of those four games they've lost. So I think the key is going to get them into into a situation where they feel like they have to start slinging the ball around a little more than they want to, or maybe they want to. I don't know, getting them to do it, you know, by going up by one or two touchdowns and making them one-dimensional, get them away from that run game. And I think that'll be really key for us on
0: Saturday. To look and feel my best, I reach for Authentic Brand Gear, the style and comfort of Authentic Brand by TCB Companies delivers that boost of confidence to be my best outfit your life with authentic brand gear by tcb companies and don't just do it do it in authentic brand you know a big part of slowing down that texas running game is isaiah lee who's really coming on it feels like he's playing the best football of his career right now i think
2: he's playing really good i watched i had a chance to spend a lot of time watching him last week he's playing really good inside right now uh hustling the ball he's a good athlete but he's really stout inside you can't move him and what it affords us the opportunity and luxury to do is put any back on the edge at the defensive end position, which is very important for this defense. Is When you have a three-down lineman, those two defensive ends have to be really stout at the point of attack. If you give up a yard, it's like giving up five yards on a run because they now have a run lane to get to the outside. If you've noticed sometimes if we've ever given up a five- or ten-yard run, every yard you give up at the point of attack basically is going to lead to a five-yard run on the outside if we're not blitzing or have some other coverage in place so we have to establish those edges on our defensive line but to do it it all starts in the center and if isaiah lee can play like that you get any on the outside and zach peterson on the other outside
1: to hold those edges,
2: and then we can get to third lungs and let Will McDonald just go after it after that
1: quarterback. You know, in a case in point, where we saw that earlier this year, was the Baylor game. In the first half, we were losing that yard against their run game, and, and they were able to run the football. In the second half, we were really stout on the edge. We got upfield a little bit. We controlled the tackle, and I thought that was a key point and a way for us to really
0: stop their running game in the second half and let us come back and have a chance, opportunity to win that game. Guys, the uh, scores have been low in this series, and we've been talking about a lot of offensive weapons, and uh, obviously Sark is is new at, at Texas, but what kind of score do you expect? I mean, it, it feels to me like it could be another game in the 20s.
1: Oh, I think so, too, and I, I, I think one of the big things for Iowa State will be finding that rhythm on offense, sustaining drives fewer possessions i mean i I know iowa state's the favored team but if you look you know go back to the five-star athletes five-star recruits versus you know five-star culture and all that iowa state has to i think control the line of scrimmage and and be able to sustain drives i I think that'll keep the score low and when you have fewer possessions i think it really takes away some of the creativity that texas is going to try to do offensively
2: yeah a lower scoring game definitely benefits us i think that Last week is not a normal Iowa State team or game or anything that we've ever seen. I mean, it wasn't a track meet like you see some scores like the Oklahoma Texas game, but I don't want to get into that again. I don't want the 38 31. I want to sustain drive, control the ball. We've had success against Texas because they've been low scoring. If that thing gets out to like a 60 to 58 game, that's not what we are. I don't want us to get up to that point. Nobody want. no, obviously the defenses don't want it, but it's not. It's hard to have success at that level. You're flipping a quarter and it's going to come down to the drive like it did last week, where if we can control the game, slow the game way down and give them less possessions, especially with all those athletes over there, that is so much better for, for Iowa State football if we can control the, the pace of this game uh, throughout and, I mean, and just not let them have the ball as much as they want to have it.
1: Well, and the other thing, too, is which offense can be really effective. And I want to go back to Brock Purdy being the guy running Iowa State's offense. I just thought he was so terrific last set. He's been so good for virtually the entire season, having a phenomenal year. And even though Iowa State didn't win Saturday, just the way he's able, like he did last year down in Austin. He had to have the big drive at the end of the game uh, to take the lead. You know, it had been tough, but – Brock is big in the moment, I think. And I like his experience over Casey Thompson when the game comes down to something like that.
2: I agree. If we win that game, Eric, I think everyone's talking about Brock Purdy all week this week and what he did. The way he played that game and the fight and the guts that he had was unbelievable. And sometimes it's not the prettiest. It's not with any him, any quarterback. He was getting pressure. There's, you know, that last run where he made the first down in the last drive where he dove forward to get it. That was a not a broken play, but they just got pressure on him. And he made something out of absolutely nothing in that situation. Dove forward, gave his body up, but he was doing that for the last two quarters where he right. he was pulling in on that game. And, I mean, what an effort for a guy to try to win that football game or help us win that football game. I, like I said, if we win that game, everybody is talking about Brock Purdy and how he's able to pull us through that.
0: On Football Saturdays, our John Deere run of the game is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Nothing runs like a deer, especially when supported by the team at Van Wall Equipment, the Cyclone's John Deere dealer of choice only two more chances to see Brock Purdy in Jack Trice stadium where he's 14 and one against big 12 opponents. So man, this is special and it will be a, a full house on Saturday and it's going to be one more great opportunity to see this incredible football player wearing an Iowa state uniform and the weather shaping up guys. I'm glad it's going to yeah. be nice. I know there is part of us that's thinking, "Man, let's make it as cold as possible for Texas, but I think it's better for the Fans to be fully engaged and into the game, and I think the good weather will help there. Plus, it's good for Hark. I mean, he's not going to be down there whining <laughs> yeah. like he was last week.
2: Oh, beautiful! <laughs> it turned out okay last week, but you—I re- will tell you this: I'm super. I, when I saw the forecast this morning when I woke up, I—I I was not disappointed to see what I'll be standing <laughs> on the
1: sidelines. The other thing, too, I mean, our fans have been great as always, you know. But maybe get a really horrific call against us early in the game.
2: That shouldn't be a problem, Eric. It seems to be something going on right now.
1: I mean, just look what happened in that Oklahoma State game after the alleged taunting (laughs) penalty. I mean, that crowd uh, was not going to be denied the rest of that game. And, you know, I guess I'm half tongue-in-cheek, but the crowd needs to be really engaged. And I think a little bit warmer is going to make them more engaged than if they were shivering.
2: Our guys, they're going to play with a fire this week. I know that for a fact. Coach Campbell will have these guys – on top of it and they will come out fired up to play i, I you know you're going to get iowa state's best on saturday last week was not their best they almost won a game when they weren't their best but i think coach campbell and, and a lot of the players say that wasn't our best you know and you know what i've been there before i've played in those games where i've gotten done and, and we've all been in a time of competition yeah. it wasn't like you weren't trying but it just the light it just doesn't turn on you know where you're playing at the highest level the, the level you know you can play at and i think that it's Saturday when the light bulbs
1: turn on and the TV cameras
2: turn on. I think you're going to you're going to yeah. see a good Iowa State football team.
1: No team plays their best game every week. It's impossible. I mean, it just it just doesn't happen. But Iowa State, for the most part, has been close to that for most of this year, and they'll need to be at their best Saturday. Uh, and if they are, I love their chances.
0: All right, guys, we'll see you at the stadium Saturday night. Should be a lot of fun. All right, can't wait. Yeah, thanks, John. Go Cyclones. Today's Sidecast was brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Stop by one of their locations and learn how to farm better, work smarter, and play harder when you run with Van Wall and John Deere. Thanks for listening.